0: Hi there, I'm Carlos Mezenga from Luanda, Angola. You are listening to the English Sabbath School Podcast, Information and Transformation. Hello, hello there, my friends. I'm Mo Saina for the English Sabbath School Podcast. Lesson two for Friday. Friday is uh, January 13th. Today's, uh, Today's title. Further thought. Yes, you can say it with me. Further thought. That's right. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for the many blessings, so grateful for the gifts you keep on giving us. Be with us as we get ready to shine for you and study the Word. Please, Father, help us to be blessed and be a blessing to others as well. Help us to be faithful, loyal servants and to to keep our covenant, our side of the covenants with you. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen and amen. So the lesson, as usual, has some quotes from the Spirit of Prophecy. Actually, we have only one today from Ellen G. White's Testimonies for the Church, Volume 3, page 395. It says... Whenever God's people in any period of the world have cheerfully and willingly carried out His plan in systematic benevolence, tithing, and in gifts and offerings, they have realized the standing promise that prosperity should attend all their labors, just in proportion as they obeyed His requirements. When they acknowledged the claims of God and complied with His requirements, honoring Him with their substance, their barns were filled with plenty. But when they robbed God in tithes and offerings, they were made to realize that they were not only robbing Him, but themselves. For He limited His blessings to them, just in proportion as they limited their offerings to Him." And the Bible is very clear that we are saved through faith alone, a gift of God's grace. Our obedience to God's commands is a response to God's grace. It doesn't earn it. After all, if it were earned, it wouldn't be grace, right? Romans 4, 1 through 4. I'm going to be reading from the NIV, the New International Version, but please feel free to use any translation that you prefer. It's a well-familiar verse, well-known verse. Uh, The subtitle is Abraham justified by faith. What then shall we say that Abraham, our forefather according to the flesh, discovered in this matter? If in fact Abraham was justified by works, He had something to boast about, but not before God. What does Scripture say? Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. Now, to the one who works, wages are not credited as a gift, but as an obligation. Okay. The final paragraph. Indeed, when we look at God's bilateral covenant with us, we can see both our blessings and our responsibilities. By our responses to what God offers to us, we establish our relationship with Him and to a great degree determine our own destiny. Obedience, the service and allegiance of love, beautiful definition, isn't It's a true sign of discipleship. Instead of releasing us from obedience, it is faith and faith only that makes us partakers of the grace of Christ, which enables us to render the obedience that God asks from us. Final questions, they are the discussion questions. There are three questions. Listen to the question, pause the audio, meditate, write down your answer. Think about it, right? Meditate upon God's Word. Don't just read, finished, I studied my lesson. No, grow in the study of God's Word. It has been said that if every Adventist were faithful in returning tithe, our church would have more than enough money to do all that it needs to do for spreading the message. What are you doing in terms of tithes and offerings to help the church do what it has been called to do? Next question. Dwell more on the idea of how important our choices and our works are in our relationship with God. How do we keep the questions of works and obedience, including tithe paying and good stewardship before us that without falling into, but without falling into the trap of legalism? And final question. In class, talk about the question at the end of Tuesday's study regarding when hard times come, even when we have been faithful. How do we understand this if it happens? And how do we keep from being discouraged when it does? Yes, let us go back to Tuesday, to the final question, where there was, I thought this question was very important as well. Uh, it, the question was on Tuesday. No, Pastor Antoine, I didn't say Thursday. I said Tuesday, practice your days of the week, okay? (laughs) The question was, how though do we learn to trust God and His his promises during hard financial times, when even while we are seeking to be faithful, the barns and vats are not full? That is, we are being faithful, we are trying at least, but we don't have enough money. It's not enough. What can we do? How can we learn to trust God in dark bad times fantastic lesson yeah and bring your answers to your class discuss that this reminds me that tomorrow is what day is it excellent my friends is the holy sabbath And I encourage you to go to a local church, whether small or large. Get together. You are not the church. You are part of the church. The body is the church. You are a member of it. So be together, part of the church. Don't be a leg or a finger or an ear isolated. Uh, in a sarcophagus go to a local church adore together with other people the head that is Jesus Christ our Lord and take advantage of the Sabbath School lesson to discuss, present your ideas present your questions we don't need to have all the answers but we have to grow together in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ well this is the end of lesson 2 for Friday January 13th for more information please get in touch with us on Facebook and Instagram believe in us. Tell our friends about our podcast, available on any podcast platform. Rate us with five stars, yes, so that more people may discover us. And if you are willing to, join our groups on WhatsApp and Telegram. Thank you, my friends, for listening, for sharing, and for praying, not only with us, but for us. May the Lord be with you every single moment. Have a blessed and wonderful Sabbath.